Hello and welcome to this week's show. I am Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are here to bring you a very exciting show again, as usual, called Are Your Kids Squirmy, Wormy, or Depressed? And I know that's a very exciting uh, title and covers so much. And Dr. Lewis is surely going to tell us why all these things are happening. Uh, You know, Janet keeps saying uh, this is an exciting show. Uh, You know, sometimes there's a difference between excitement and enjoyment. So maybe maybe fun show. Another fun show. uh, I just got the look. But we are going to address today why children have ADD, ADHD. And it's because, Tricia, you asked the question, honey. I'm, I'm going to answer you. Yeah, and we've got uh, a lot of questions, actually, to answer in our new question and answer segment. And I appreciate all of y'all for chiming in on our Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis on Facebook. And if you don't know what that is... You may send him a request to join his closed group. And it's well, I'll shooting. take anybody. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's shooting with no G on the end because we are from Texas. And in case you've not heard him, he does have a Texan accent. You know, I had a guy from we did a I did a podcast from Britain. He, he corrected me. He said this is the UK. Yesterday, he said, "Man, you have quite the little accent." I said, "And you think you don't?" <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cute. I thought I couldn't couldn't understand him, so Doctor Lewis got to talk to him by himself. Yeah. Um, but we are going to uh, figure out why kids are having issues and what's changed because I know that that was not an issue when we were growing up. We're not going to say how old we are, but uh, back in the time when uh, we were younger, you never heard of the ADD, ADHD. There was not an issue with it. Um, it seemed to come into play in maybe the 90s, I'm guessing, is about the time you started hearing more of the kids getting on Ritalin. And um, as this has progressed on, it seems like they're all on something or supposed to be on something to stay seated at school. They told us not to do sp- speed when I was a kid, and now they're putting kids on speed all the time. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So <laughs> can you go into what is causing the rise in ADHD? What's happening that maybe uh, there's a 22% increase in ADHD from 2003. So they, they now say that one in 10 American children now have attention deficit well, hyperactivity disorder. Is that all? Only only 10%? Well, that was in 2010. So. Uh, well, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, filter into that. And I think part of it's because it's no longer appropriate to whip their butt. Uh, and, and a lot of people say, well, I don't want to do that. Well, you look at nature. Uh, even in nature, if you will look and, and be careful, uh, that they use negative or they use pain uh, to motivate the young ones to act correctly. Now, I'm not talking about beating. Uh, I'm not talking about abuse. And Lord knows we don't need any of that. But there's nothing wrong with spanking a child. So we do things for two reasons to move toward pleasure or to avoid pain. And unfortunately, most of us use uh, pain to motivate us to do something correctly. I'm more of a pleasure seeker. But uh, why is it on the rise? Because our food uh, is terrible. It's not very nutrient-dense. Uh, we're putting them on more sugar, more carbs, more dyes, and additives, and I know there's people said that doesn't make any difference. Yeah, well, give your kid a, a bunch of, uh, uh, I'll try not to name names, but <clears throat> sugar and dye-laden uh, candies, uh, 
and see what happens a few hours later. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's definitely getting worse. And part of it's like, well, you just need to spank them. And I'm going to get into probiotics uh, hopefully sometime uh, because when my daughter had her uh, neck surgery and we were responsible for the kids, the grandkids, uh, man, their behavior changed within a week because we put them on uh, fish oil and probiotics because fish oil has a tendency to decrease inflammation. The DHA can help rebuild the brain. And there was a major, major... um, change in behavior within a week you know that's interesting you say that because we noticed with their diet um because they're in our home a lot of the time we get to see them eat um and somehow you don't have the authority in your own home that you do everywhere else i'm not not sure how that happens but you know we're old and don't really know Uh, yeah i'm an authority all over the country and thank you for that but uh, sometimes your kids don't listen to you right and so, <laughs> did I say that? So there's a lot of dairy going on in the house that's in a, and most not organic and um, Nutella sandwiches. It's like you know. and cheese. And um, we noticed that the more this grandchild that's you know the one in question four, four <laughs> she's eats, sweetheart eats of this, the more her behavior becomes uh, aggressive, um, irritable. She's more congested and snotty. I was going to say she's a little snot when she eats that way, and we love her. She's she really is a wonderful girl, very very intelligent. And opens her arms and says "Papa," and you know comes running for a hug. But again, you can't expect a child to function correctly when their little guts are full of sugars and dyes and have the bad uh, bacteria in there. And I'm going to get into that too: how the bad bacteria steal your neurotransmitters. And when and when she eats better, it's like there's a whole new child. Yeah. So you're. I think a lot of people think that there's something wrong with their child because they act that way. Oh, oh, hyperactivity is not a deficiency of Ritalin. Right. I mean, they think there's something mentally wrong with them. You know, they're going to psychiatrists. They're taking them uh, because the school's telling them, "Hey, there's something wrong with your kid. We're going to section them out and and." and make an example out of them, and, and you feel guilty because you feel like you're doing something wrong when it really may just be very much diet-related and lack of probiotics. Yeah, thanks, Trish Maples, for opening up this can of worms. And, and when we say squirmy and wormy, I'm not talking about worms. That, that was the can yeah. of worms. Uh, anyway, it, it's a carbohydrate addiction, and there's been books written on it. I've written articles on it. Uh, and, and that's true of us, too. I, I definitely have more ADD, ADHD than I had years ago. And I think uh, because of our television watching and now on uh, the computers and iPads and iPhones and whatever it is, Janet, you know, throws me into the 21st century with um, I don't have the attention span that I used to or the patience to watch some of this stuff. So we're actually really and truly consuming maybe three times as much uh, carbohydrates uh, as we did just a very, very few decades ago <clears throat> that uh, uh, adversely affects our weight, uh, that adversely affects psychological, physical, and emotional problems that go with it. So if you already have a little bit of a propensity toward that, uh, eating the, the simple carbohydrates will increase the speed of it and what else is in if it's even carbohydrates turn to sugar but if you knew how much sugar you were eating every day it's sugar 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 and it it's not good for you uh 
you know, we had a bank come courting yesterday. And of course, they brought a you know, big bucket of all kinds of chocolates. And I said, oh, God, that's not going to be good. Uh, so America consumes 600 or more calories per day on sweets. And that does not include fruit. And, oh, God, you know, let's open up that can of worms. Fruit's full of fructose, and if you need to lose weight and quit being squirmy, you need to get off of fruit. And I had one lady bow up her fist. I mean, she she made fist and bowed up toward me and says, I don't believe that God made fruit. And, of course, her, her blood sugar was getting worse, and, you know, she was having more and more problems. I said, yeah, but fruit should be seasonal, and fruit is a lot sweeter than it was 100 years ago. And your A1C is going up, and your insulin is going up, so you're more insulin resistant. So you might need to lay off the fruit just because of the fructose until you get that, uh, you know, under wraps, so to speak. Uh, So obesity has, you know, become epidemic in children, uh, and it's the carb-rich foods. Uh, And and what – we have a preference for that, and some people say, well, it's natural. No, it's not. It's the cravings that come from the yeast – and bad bacteria that grow in your small intestine and large intestine, and bless its heart, small intestine's kind of getting overlooked. You know, now they're finally, finally beginning to talk about uh, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, uh, and small intestines is, is kind of overlooked. It's a very important organ. Uh, but you look at a child that doesn't eat anything but starches, snack foods, junk foods, sweets, uh, that some of them are normal weight and, and some of them are underweight, but then they, they they show their ill effects not necessarily by getting obese, but by being fidgety. And it changes with the learning. They have a uh, lowered ability to learn, uh, behavioral problems, social problems, mood-related problems. Uh, and there's some people say, well, they'll outgrow it. No, not necessarily. And you usually know that's not really true. Um, <clears throat> so all of that and not being able to fit in with the kids that are better f- fed uh, kind of leaves them with a low self-esteem. And that kind of gives them a sense of hopelessness. So that's why I think we should become informed and reach out and help them. Uh, my... Uh, Drug dealer came in the other day. She's a Girl Scout uh, selling cookies, and I won't tell you how much I gave her, but her parents said, man, you're her best customer. I said, yeah, but I don't eat those. Uh, I might eat three or four boxes in a year, but I give them away. So uh, it's, oh, God, I'm perpetuating this. Am I not, Janet? I, yeah, you, you talk out of both sides of your lips, so I'm, <laughs> we're trying to figure out which way you want us to go. Buy Girl Scout cookies. Don't don't eat them. Don't, what do you want us to do? Be squirmy, not squirmy. Well, I've been called a disturbing element element more than once. I, I can't stay good for very long. Yeah. I've got to step outside the circle. Isn't that true, Debbie Terry Burke? I know she's listening. <laughs> uh, she grew up with me. Um, <clears throat> They always give us credit. Uh, me and Carol Jean McDaniel uh, give us credit for being the aberrant behavioral ones. Well, we're more fun than the rest of y'all, too. So uh, Debbie will say, yep, you're right about that. So, But I don't have a constant diet. You know, I'll talk about this because I like to step outside the circle. But, 
you don't see me just eating a avocado or, or a handful of walnuts for supper, and I do a lot of that. So, and he takes a whole lot of supplements. So that when you do when you do so many <clears throat> vitamins and minerals like we do, you can get by with a little bit of that because yeah. you're you're inundating your body with much nutrition. But people that are having a hard time and aren't taking anything, and then they're eating that that way. And, and their gut takes over and starts dictating to them what they're going to have, that's the problem that it starts messing with your mind. So yeah. it's everything in um, moderation, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am, for everybody but me. <laughs> um, yeah, I really do eat better than I sound. Um, being raised a Baptist, and, you know, you were, we were kind of restricted, so I had to kind of step outside the circle a little bit, but... If, if you've got something that's uh, got a lot of cane sugar, even beet sugar fruits or, or corn, or high fructose corn syrup, you really want to stay away from it. Uh, and the carbs will mess with your insulin. And that uh, over-release of insulin kind of sets up a series uh, or a cascade of inappropriate or abnormal physical responses in a child that can lead to the uh, psychological and behavioral problems. And it messes with your serotonin and serotonin is the neurotransmitter that we call uh, this is our term the peace of god and uh, we sell a lot of stuff that helps your body make serotonin and so the higher insulin levels that your body puts out because of the intake of uh, sugars and simple carbohydrates uh, the young kids release uh, and have a inappropriate rise of insulin and that causes the neurotransmitter uh, to uh, be lessened because you're feeding yeast and bad bacteria in your GI tract and they interfere or sometimes uh, some research says they actually utilize uh, the neurotransmitter so they don't go from your gut to your brain. And I've quoted this guy for years, uh, and uh, Janet got me his book. It's uh, The Second Brain uh, by Gershorn, Dr. Gershorn. It's a little bit technical, which I like, but some people may not. But if you want to know how much your GI tract uh, influences your brain and your behavior, that's a really, really good book. So when I say you're feeding the yeast and the bad bacteria, and not the good probiotics. Um, and you need to take probiotics for a long, long, long time. Uh, I made a note somewhere. I can't find it. But it, after uh, antibiotics, and sometimes they're very necessary. I'm not knocking them, of course. I love my MD. Um, but after the antibiotics, it can take you months or years, years, yes, to reestablish the good bacteria back in your GI tract and that's medical research that's not my opinion but for example and, and I've mentioned this before because I think it's super important if you go the bifidobacterium that increases serotonin that's the peace of God hormone uh, but it normalizes your immune system response then you've got the lactobacillus there's several different types of lactobacillus that decreases your anxiety uh, alters your GABA receptors which means calming so probiotics, probiotics, probiotics. Then there's different types of, there's a bifidobacterium longum uh, that decreases your cortisol, which is your stress response, and lactobacillus casei that decreases anxiety. And there's a lot of other 
uh, similar things done by uh, either the lactobacillus or the bifidobacterium. So stick it in, you know, you can sprinkle it over something if it's not real hot, you know, it's not going to kill it. I've been known to stir it in a spoonful of ice cream while I was giving it to the grandkid. And I know that's kind of uh, not the best delivery route, but you got to get it when you can. Uh, get it in any way that you can. Um, well, you know, there are five dietary factors to address if your child has ADD, ADD or ADHD. Or the inability to say that. Yes. Oh, and that's what I was going to ask you because um, the dietary factors are too much sugar, gluten sensitivity, <clears throat> too few beneficial bacteria like Dr. Lewis was talking <laughs> about. I love bacteria. Food additives and GMO ingredients, and then animal-sourced omega-3 deficiency. I wanted you to explain a little bit about um, why why it's an animal-sourced omega-3 de- deficiency. What what exactly does that mean? Um, God, you know, and I treat massive amounts of vegans, and they say, but I'm getting it from algae. Uh, you're getting about 3% of what you could get from fish oil. And I've got two vegans that will not compromise at all. The rest of them do, and they do so much better. So low omega-3s. Omega-3s are the big-time anti-inflammatory uh, ones that, if you're low in that, these kids are more likely to be hyperactive and have learning disorders and, and behavioral problems. We've seen bad kids get good just by changing their diet and their gut microbiome. So they're not bad kids, just they have some relatively bad behavior. Uh, I think it's better just to do the fish oil or or sometimes krill oil uh, because they can get such huge, huge, huge uh, good changes. But most people think it's going to happen too quickly. And no, you need to give it three months, six months, a year because it takes time to heal all this stuff. Well, and one of the questions that came from Trisha, and which is part of why we made this show. Trisha, you're such a busy girl up there, and where are you? <laughs> Iowa. Jeez, I'm so sorry. I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> up there. She's a Midwesterner. <laughs> well, um, her. it was about emotional volatility. <laughs> Sadness. <laughs> and I, I don't know she's not talking about her children. So anger and et cetera says, um, in, in particular, what's up with kids and increased anxiety and depression? Well, um, in, in addition to what Dr. Lewis is telling you here, we have found great success with a product called NeuroLink. Um, so much so, so we can't already keep it on the shelf because the parents notice that their kids act so much better when they're on NeuroLink. And it's a combination of a lot of different um, um, mind products. Things that your body can use, and it's got enough B6, and it's the activated B6. <clears throat> God, I'm sorry. I just interrupted my wife. Oh, no. No, I wanted you to explain it because I know that's one of your favorite products. With Men, be polite to your wife. Uh, I, I'm so sorry. I interrupt a lot, um, but Janet's nice to me. Thank goodness. <clears throat> the activated B6, and you have to have that in order for these neurotransmitters to cross the blood-brain barrier. Most of us are B6 deficient because it's not so much in your food, even if it was. It's shipped from California to Texas, uh, from the Midwest down to Texas. You know, 
there's my accent. But this has got tyrosine, which is an amino acid that has all kinds of factors. That's even good for the thyroid, but uh, kind of the piece of God, too. Then it's got the GABA, gamma amino butyric acid. Glutamine, which can help the mind in a big way, but glutamine is absolutely famous for helping the cell walls heal in the GI tract. Y'all remember the gut-brain connection? Uh, inositol, taurine, and 5-HTP, 5-hydroxytryptophan. It's a really good kick-butt product uh, in working. And I really get people that do real well in a smaller dose uh, than what it says on the bottle. Good. Well, I, I think that's probably a really great place to start to help, you know, put some good nutrition back in to help the kids stay in their seats. I think they'll notice a big difference in how their child acts. Right. And we've come to the part of the show where we're going to answer some of these questions that people have because we want to make sure that we've addressed those because um, we got a little bit behind last week. So we're going to make sure we uh, stay on top of it this time. We got a little bitty behind because we've lost weight. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But Lauren from right here and well close by, Kaufman, Texas. She's a sweetheart. Wants to know about skin care uh, and prevention. So it's something to take care of your skin from wrinkles to skin cancer because they don't want either. Now, how smart is that, that Lauren is real, real young and she's already smart enough to know that you need to do some maintenance? Well, uh, and, you know, and my favorite thing with skin is if you've got problems with your skin, if you have like the little red bumps on there that come through, you know, a lot of women get them. They look like little red uh, moles. Patechia. Oh, there you go. That's usually a liver issue. So if you detoxify the liver, those those little those bright red little dots will get lighter and lighter. How do you detox it? Dark beer? And lipotropic detox. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, if it's coming out through your skin, that's your secondary eliminative channel. God, say that fast three times. That's sexy. I couldn't get the other word out, but uh, I got that one out. (laughs) Because your colon is your primary one, and y'all all all know about trains coming through. So if your trains are not moving through the tunnel like they should, then they start coming, the toxins start coming out through the skin. So yeah. then your skin starts aging faster, and you start getting issues with it. Well, you know, we've got some stuff that actually, uh, some people take collagen, and that's good. Um, but there are different qualities of these things. You know, it depends on where the source comes from. A lot of our products or, or parts of our products actually come from other countries like New Zealand or Argentina, where the... Uh, you can source things that are much nicer and not uh, polluted like they are here in America. Uh, we we have one that actually helps you make your own collagen. Uh, it's called Regenermax Plus. Now, you can't get on the, uh, our website and buy that unless you're a bona fide patient. So if you really, really want it. <clears throat> make an account online and yeah. then let me know. It's a little, you know, it's a, it's. They want to make sure that their products aren't being counterfeited across the Internet. So they're very careful about who they sell the product to to start with. Yeah. Uh, but their products are excellent. Um, and the company is called Zymogen. And um, if you'll make an account and let me know you've made one, I'll upgrade you to where you are a patient and you can purchase the product. But um, I'll put that in the show notes as a um, 
as the product so you can remember the names. I know people are having trouble remembering some of the names of some of the things we're saying. Yeah, and some of the some of the um, way they put it together is actually patented, and it's about your body making its own collagen. Yeah, that's very important. Right, and um, those are ca- <clears throat> capsules because people were you know, a lot of people come in and buy collagen actually. And uh, we're pretty excited that this it's all the women with no wrinkles. So did it get rid of their wrinkles or did it prevent them? And this Regenimax is uh, supposed to get rid of fine line wrinkles. I don't know. Janet doesn't have any. And I've got good eyesight because I've right. had eye surgery. That's so, right. you know, do you get somebody that that as young and asking very intelligent questions like Lauren? Uh, you know, you're destined to a healthier life. And when I tell Lauren, I said, you know, you're a really blessed young lady that you have a mother that loves you enough and buys this, you know, helps you with it. And of course, is successful enough to do it and that not be an issue. Well, the, the thing about success is, and, and here's the problem in people that are not healthy. You start focusing on what's wrong. And if you you focus on the misses in life, if you focus on the hits or what's going right, you get well at a very, very accelerated rate. Well, when you hurt, it's easy to focus on what's wrong. But if you can ever shift that focus, you can get well at incredible speeds, like almost miraculous. And I think Ben Franklin said something to that effect. Uh, the only trouble with success is that so few people know it when they see it. So if you find a good program and you really like it, you know, stick with it. Okay. And then we've got a few more questions here because we're going to try to move faster through it and we're running out of time. I ain't got two speeds, honey, and this is fast. <laughs> it's our Texas slow draw. Yep. Uh, ways Joe, Joe L., would uh, like to know ways to increase our body's ability to absorb nutrients and things that cause the body not to absorb nutrients. Oh, I love that because all the time, and I just talked to a lady in Minnesota, a sweet lady. She said, well, I'm doing this, 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 and this. I said, it doesn't matter what you put in the body because most of the time you're not absorbing but a very small amount. So my opinion, digestive enzymes and probiotics, probiotics and digestive enzymes, more digestive enzymes and probiotics, and they have to be good ones because – there's a lot of stuff that's really not what it says it is, and we're very careful about where we source our stuff, and it makes a big difference. Uh, so you will absorb more, and you know, beware of people that advertise. Oh, I smoke mirrors, and Janice giving me a look. I think I'll stop right there. Uh, sometimes it sounds good, but it's not really what they say. Yeah, she had that satisfying look like, yeah, I shut down my husband's thought process. Oh, I know my husband's pro- thought process. Uh, you didn't shut it down. You just kept it I from coming it. out. <laughs> we have two more questions here. We're yes, ma'am. Going to take. Um, the first one is, uh, Dr. Lewis, what do you suggest to take for excruciating leg cramps that wake somebody up in the middle of the night? This came from Kelly K. And the good thing is we had somebody answer her before we could get there and said they get really good results from reacted magnesium. So you people are listening to us. We're so happy. You're learning. We kind of like the shooting straight with Dr. Lewis. And I answered a jillion questions this morning uh, before I could get into my coffee. So mm, y'all forgive me for whatever it was I might have said. Uh, Magnesium, I I would always suspect as being the number one uh, 
And is that missing. just any magnesium? Is that is that the, could you tell the differences? And because some people <clears throat> come in and say, I want to get that magnesium. Dr. Lewis talked about there are differences in the magnesium. Yeah, the reacted magnesium is something that's a, a very more steady uh, about absorption. For those of you that's constipated, you need magnesium citrate. Um, and I just talked to a pilot and, uh, before we came in here to do this. And I asked him about his bowel movements because he was asking me about what probiotics he needed. And I said, well, how often do you have bowel movements? He said, I'm real regular. I said, okay, well, is that once a day? He said, no, once every two or three days. Yeah, skin problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because it's common don't mean it's normal. And, and I said, well, regular is usually two or three times a day, generally after you eat a meal. And he said, well, you know, when he's doing his piloting and it, you know, when he's home and has a more regular schedule, he poops more regular. But uh, if you don't poop, you know, two or three times a day, you need magnesium citrate. Uh, but reacted magnesium, yeah, that's uh, really good. That's what I take. Cool. Okay, and our last question is, um, for people traveling, is there anything that they can take to help keep the so-called bugs away? And, uh, and I would like you to address the virus it as well again because who, some people couldn't remember the name of it who sent that question in uh katie l yeah well katie l ordered everything i told her to order that's the key it's not getting the information the key is actually doing it uh the answer to people say well i i, I didn't get it on the podcast well listen to the podcast again <laughs> the, the, the name of it's virus v-i-r-a-c-i-d and janet said what, did, what does that do? Well, it gives your body immune system boosting stuff. And Janet thought she's coming down with the flu the other day. She said, there's no way I can do it. We're just way too busy. And she started taking this. The next morning, she says, wow, I feel so much better. I actually prayed to God and said, could I get a rain check on this if this is what I'm coming down with? Because I don't really have time for it. And he uh, must have agreed and told me to take Virusid. Yeah. And it it worked. It's like it will. You had the achy feeling, like you were beginning to come down with it. And I took two of them, and uh, it says one, but I got scared and I took two. And more is always better, honey. Sure. And I took two every two hours until the achiness stopped, which it would start creeping back again after about four hours. Um, so about a day of doing doing the virus, said it was gone, and I'm thinking, yay! I, I didn't want to experience it, but I can tell you, it it does work. So I told this lady about that, the lorsedin, uh olive leaf, which is always good, and probiotics, and uh, you know that's pretty much uh, could take care of anything. I think the olive leaf's a natural antibiotic, and the probiotics. Um, if you get food poisoning, my our favorite one is N8. Uh, the, either the 20 or the 50, 14, because it does kill food poisoning. Too. Yes, but, you know, orthobiotic because it's yeah. room temperature stable. We've, we've got about 18 choices here. So, you know, we all have different favorites. So if you don't know what to pick, because now we've confused you really bad. <laughs> um, like I said, friend, uh, or be asked to be added to the Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis on Facebook. You can email us. Um, and I'll answer questions before coffee, so you never know what you're going to get then. And if you're really confused and don't know where to start and just feel horrible, <laughs> go to our website at greenwisdomhealth.com, fill out the health survey, and let Dr. Lewis guide you to what lab panel would be best for you to get started to start having a life worth living again. We'll guide you with a southern accent. 
and we'll guide you to your local lab. <laughs> but we hope you've enjoyed today's show. And please, if you have questions and would like your questions answered on the next show, uh, just shoot us shoot us an email or, like I said, go on Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis and ask him some more questions there. And we'll answer them on the next podcast. And we really hope your day is blessed. And we will talk with you right here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show.